Dropbit Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Dropbear Gaming Podcast. Yay! Yay! The crowd goes wild. Uh, episode 203. Yes, finally. To kick us off in uh, 2023. Yeah. That's a fact. We could have done. We could have bloody done better. We could have done wow. 2022 episodes before this one. Well, then we would have been on point. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry, guys. Yeah. But then it'd no be one a year. It'd be a whole another year until our next episode. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, and happy we'll... new year, everyone. Yes. And um, and hope everyone had a little bit of a break. And, you know, unfortunately, you're all back at work now, I'm sure. Yeah. Like the rest of us. Yeah, pretty much. So, sucked in. Um, yeah, normally we do our Game of the Year podcast at the end of the year. But yeah. this year, I went away on holiday. Mm. And we couldn't tee it up beforehand. So... Whatever. Yeah, that's just what happens. It's nice to have a holiday. Yeah. yeah. And um, I had a few days off between Christmas and New Year's, and I yeah. was quite drunk most of the time. So, yeah, it wouldn't have been a <laughs> so great episode. So it's the same as every other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. You just did it at home instead of at work. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Sometimes I wait until I get home to start drinking. Mm. Yeah, other times I just drink. Yeah, as you do. Water, obviously. Of course. Um, anyway... So because it's nearly like halfway through January and we're only just doing our Game of the Year podcast, we've actually teed this up perfectly Mm. because everyone who was following all the Game of the Year stuff at the end of last year, two weeks later now, that's like old news. They've forgotten all about it. So we're going to list some stuff today and you're going to be like, oh yeah. That's some of the games that I remember they talked about two weeks ago. I all about Elden Ring. Yeah. And most people should. Oh. Jesus. (laughs) You know, we were sort of refreshing ourselves on the games that came out this year. and It didn't take long. <laughs> Sorry, last year. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, it didn't take long because there wasn't that many that really piqued our interest. All were very good. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like it was a real shit show of a year. Yeah. Yeah. Hit and miss. Mostly miss. Mostly. Well, actually, there was not even enough shots taken. Well, even... Hit or miss. Even... <laughs> More so, to the point, yeah. yeah. It was pretty rough. And <laughs> yeah. uh, we we're already seeing games getting delayed that were due this year. Yeah. Like Skull and Bones has just been delayed. It had its Again? fifth delay, put it to March 9th. So that was five mm. delays. The first time they showed it to us was like six years ago or something like that. It's it was been a long like time ages ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so now there was like two years of radio silence. Mm. So then the fifth delay happened late last year. And they set a release date March 9th, and yeah. now they have now given us a sixth sixth delay, and there is no specific release date. They insist. Which is very strange to yeah. me, seeing as they've well, they've had the closed yeah. beta. You know, mm-hmm. it it was playable. So yes. you know, I, I know that's not a. a There's a lot. It's of not how it's going to be, yeah. obviously, but. When you get when you get to a point where you say we're releasing March 9th, not like first quarter, yeah. second quarter, you say the 9th of March, twenty twenty three. At that stage, your management is in a position where they look at it and they go, "It's one hundred percent finished." And, and we've written it on the fucking calendar. You know? <laughs> we're, we're like bug fixing and fine tuning now. Yeah. The game is one hundred percent finished. So they've come out and said the game is finished. 
and they're using this time to implement the extra time to implement feedback from technical tests and the upcoming open beta now which in reality we're still three months away from that date well yeah you know what i mean like it's two months now from march 9th well from yeah i guess it's only just been delayed hasn't it so yeah yeah. so so yes but originally it was march March 9th and now it's no longer march 9th so that means Mm. normally two or three months in advance is when it goes gold and they start printing the discs yeah so they're obviously not there yet no they've probably they've gone this is the date the last possible date that we can have the fully finished product to yeah. go gold and start printing. Yeah. And the game's not there yet. So it must have some major bugs yeah. or major complaints. Mm. Um, I was in one of the technical tests, Yeah, but I'm under an NDA, so I can't talk about my own like experience with can it. talk about someone else's? But um, I guess I was pretty prepared for it to come out March 9th. So there must be, but I I only played not very much. So yeah, the game is massive, obviously. So mm. yeah, um, which so is it's starting to look like that's Ubisoft's downfall. Yes, um, well, that's what else else came out about Ubisoft. Yeah, and that only happened two days ago. Yeah, same time as the delay Skull and Bones. They yeah. did it. They called an emergency shareholder thing. Yep. To basically say we're a bit fucked, mm. they're gonna have they're projecting six hundred million dollar loss for this financial year. Insane. Which is presumably because Skull and Bones was due to come out this financial year, this fiscal yeah. year. It ends at the end of March. Yeah. So I don't know if they would have made half a billion in sales off that, but no, if it sells, so. mm. you know, that's like revenue for them. Six hundred yeah. million's a lot, and they said that they where was it they've. Cancelled another three games. Yeah, un- unannounced games. That has been games. unannounced. Yeah. So there was four unannounced games cancelled last year. Yeah. So that's seven games cancelled in a year. Mm. And that's what that $600 million loss is. It's like all of the research and development exactly. for those seven games that is now mm. thrown in the bin. Yeah. But um, yeah, that it's like we've kind of seen Ubisoft sort of just flopping, floating along, doing flopping whatever around they want. Just, yeah. And now... All of a sudden, it's like, wait, they're fucked. Because mm. they have shitloads of studios all across the world. And their yeah. structure is very different from other major gaming companies. Because they're all sort of interlinked. Even mm. though you have like the key studios like Montpellier, Montreal, yeah. Shanghai, Paris running specific games. They have like 20-something other studios that are all basically mm, yeah. support that are all over the world. And that they, they all, can shoot things too and say, yeah. hey, you need to do this or, you know, that's the specialist of this. So yeah. let's get them to fill in the gaps here. Exactly. And you could yeah. have multiple teams at each of those smaller studios working on different games mm. as well. So it's really convoluted. Um, and so apparently there was rumors that when they sort of made this announcement, there's there was some comments from people who are in the know who were saying Ubisoft actually already tried to shop around for a merger or... Yeah, well, that that was a big problem because Tencent went and bought another massive amount of Ubisoft. Mm. Um, That was only a year ago as well. Yeah, and it was like 300 million they got out of that um, for the shares that Tencent bought, which is obviously already gone. Yeah. but they were also saying that their share price tanked at the time because 
of that acquisition or that you know that that sort purchase, of purchase by Tencent, yeah, a lot of people started saying, "Oh, they're going to white signs, yeah, they're yeah. going to buy them, and it's not going to be Ubisoft anymore." You know, blah blah blah. Yeah, and yeah, apparently that really hurt their their position on the stock market. Yeah, um, and they're not and, releasing any games. Yeah, like they released Mario plus Rabbids Sparks mm. of Hope. Yep, which was a really good game. But it didn't sell. very niche. Yeah. It's a very niche. It's not a freaking Mario game. That's right. It's a strategy tactics game, which is not everyone's bag. And even though they did a really big marketing push for it, it has sold below their expectations. Yeah. And the only other major release they've had recently is Just Dance, which is also selling below expectations. Not surprised. Because they've had Skull and Bones now on its sixth delay. Yeah. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was supposed to come out in line with the movie yeah. and there's no release date for that fucking mm-hmm. game yet. Which is is damaging. Extremely yeah. damaging. Well, those are major... Those are yeah. two major AAA games yeah. that are using a lot of Ubisoft resources over the past however many years. Yeah. Plus, wow. Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out in 2020. That's yeah. three years ago. Well, technically, it's late. I think it was late 2020. I think it was October. That means... Memory? They've gone from releasing an Assassin's Creed game every year to now being pretty much two and a half years and nothing. And yeah. Mirage isn't coming out till the end of this year. And Mirage Maybe. is changing the way that yeah. they're going on those. That's like, if that doesn't get delayed as well. Yeah. And yeah, they're going back to a shorter, smaller game. Yeah. Which is, yeah, like you were saying, that big bloated Ubisoft, like what we call the Ubisoft game, mm. like Fox, ever since basically Far Cry 3. Yeah. All of their games are like cookie cutter, mm-hmm. massive worlds. And yeah. they, you know, they've hit this, this same stumbling block with like Ghost Recon. Yeah. Was a the Flashpoint was mm-hmm. a very Ubisoft game. Yeah. And it was very unsuccessful mm. and it was massive. Yeah. You can't make games that are that big on a small budget. Exactly. So yeah. they're like, they need and to the other, th- the other side stuff. of that, of course, is that you can't release games that, and then the DLC for some of those games as well. You can't release games that are 150, 200 hour games. Yeah. And expect people to purchase another one in 12 months. Or even, you know? like, well, less than that. Well, they've yeah. Been doing it. That was that was the problem with Ghost Recon Flashpoint. It was like six months after something else. Yeah, it Or was, two yeah. months after or yeah. something. So it's like, mm. it's this whole thing that we've sort of seen in the industry of this push towards games as a service and yeah. Ubisoft have always been front runners of that Yeah, but you can only have so many of those before people just do not have the time to play them and when exactly. Valhalla is like a 200 plus hour game yeah. you don't need another Assassin's Creed no that's right because yeah. you don't mm. so yay congrats but how much money have they made from microtransactions on Valhalla probably not that much yeah. they sold the DLC but I don't think people are out there on like Fortnite levels buying mm. microtransactions for Valhalla. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to make a game as a service, it needs to be like Fortnite or something like exactly. that, where it's like constantly seasons rolling over, yeah. making you... Keeping people interested. Encouraging yeah. you to spend lots of money. Because yeah. you can easily spend shitloads of money on Fortnite and absolutely not feel bad about it. Yeah. Because you're constantly getting more and more content. That's right. Whereas Valhalla, yes, it had more content, but it's not the same type of game. Exactly right. So, yeah. yeah. yeah I you think... don't share it with your mates like you do with Fortnite. Yeah, you know? like, exactly. You're constantly in teams with your mates 
and everyone's seeing your characters, they're seeing the upgrades that you're yeah. buying, all that kind and of stuff. And they have big like, hey, check out our new mm. emote or this yeah. new skin that's going to be. And they're like, we were talking about the freaking Geralt skin yeah. in Fortnite. It's mm. like, I don't even give a shit about Fortnite. Yeah. It's probably an amazing game. My kids like it. Mm. But I haven't played it. And I know that if I got into it, it would be bad for me. Yeah. So I just like, even if it's amazing, I'm just going to stand back and yeah. take like three steps back away from that. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing a brown snake on the footpath. <laughs> this game's going to kill me. Yes. So, yeah. But I hope... I mean, it's it's easy to sort of overreact, but yeah. this news coming out out of Ubisoft, and like the CEO said, the onus is basically on the workers to try and find cost saving measures, and which to me is amazing. Yeah, just to say that. Well, know? that's like panic. Surely that's panic stations level of concern. Yeah. Well, because they're like a quarter, one less than one quarter away from the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, and projecting over half a billion US dollars in loss, mm. yeah. which means like the CEO is the one that his head's on the chopping block when they get to the end of that fucking fiscal year. Yeah, exactly. But apparently I mean, he, could pay been... a, he could take a pay cut and, you know, I'm sure he's on multiple millions a year. Yeah. You know, and, and yes, it's a small drop in the overall, <laughs> but he, he wouldn't be the only person there yeah. Making those calls to can these games. Yeah. It'd you know, be a whole it'd be a whole that, it'd be the board. Team. Yeah. But you know, we'll get into game of the year soon, but this is like pretty fresh news and I yeah. kinda wanna have a chat about it because I really like Ubisoft games. Mm. But you can see from that sort of cookie cutter thing from Far Cry three onwards. Yeah. You know, back then when Far Cry three came out, they had things like Rayman Legends and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Ubisoft have got like only these gigantic games. They release occasionally a couple of little ones, but yeah. it's like pretty much they've really like cornered themselves cornered themselves yeah. into this one part. Mm. And yeah. you know, and like you say, like we actually we refer to these types of games now as Ubisoft games. Yeah, and they're not always Ubisoft games. Like exactly. in a way, I also see games like. You know, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, yeah. potentially in that kind of a vein. Um, you know, anything that's a massive world, big well, Saints Row, right. huge story. Is a good example. So yeah. Not well, not as well done. Yeah. But they managed to do it with one studio, not mm. 20. Yeah. The game was buggy and it was not great. Yeah. But the point is, it's uh, repetitive quests, tick collectibles boxes yeah. type game. Mm. With yeah. a massive open world, That's which right. is what Ubisoft have made their bread and butter. Yeah. And it ain't enough to feed the family. No, it's looking that way. So, It's yeah. kind of funny, actually. Like, I, I've... In, in the last 12 months, I've played three Assassin's Creed's backwards order. Yeah, so Valhalla, Valhalla, Odyssey, Odyssey and, then, and now I'm playing Origins. Yeah. It's kind of funny that, you know, going... Going backwards and seeing the, I guess, the digression of what they've been trying to do. Yeah. It, it's really interesting because a lot of the times I've, I've been playing it and gone, oh, wow, they've used that in Odyssey and then Valhalla. And other times I'm like, why did they give up on that? And then other times I'm like, thank fuck they gave up on that. Yeah. You know? Um, 
it, yeah, it's that really is interesting. interesting way to see it. Yeah, because you can definitely see that there's a lot of similarities. You know, it's it's yeah. in in a lot of ways the same game. Well, Origins was the one where they rebooted the whole franchise basically with the to go back yeah. to ancient Egypt, mm. and then Odyssey was very similar. Yeah, sort of in all the gameplay and the map size and all that yeah. kind of stuff, and then Valhalla just like took it to Double another the, level. Yeah. But, but it's um, it's been kind of funny because I'm definitely seeing in in um, Origin that there's this kind of every time you do a major part of the story, it steps to okay. So now your next quest is this, but it goes up three or four levels, levels of yeah. difficulty. So one of the things I've, I've definitely enjoyed about um, Odyssey was you could plow through the story and that's what I like to do in story yeah, you in, in these kind of games side yeah. stuff. I don't care about it you know like it's like go and find my dog because I'm you know blind and I need my dog I'm like fuck you dude sorry like I'm here to kill all these bad guys you know I don't care about the nice stuff in between yeah. but with Origin you have no choice but to do that shit yeah. and I find that really frustrating it's it becomes very boring for me. Yeah, it's time consuming. Yeah, and, for the and sake of it, you don't get to level up quick enough by doing those things that it really makes a big difference. You know, yeah. like you do have to go and do all those other things, but you've got to do ten other bullshit things yeah. instead of just one or two, and then you can go on your next mission. So I'm glad they got rid of that. But anyway, that's a fucking older game now. Yeah. But you know, it's been kind of interesting going back and playing these games. Because I could see why at the time they were so far ahead, why Ubisoft were actually seen as innovative in, in the industry. Um, and now they're just mainly seen as you know people that are procrastinating and, and you know waiting for things, you know putting things on delays. Um, yeah, which at the same time, I can kind of understand as well because we all saw what happened to CD Red. Yeah. You know, they... With Cyberpunk. Yeah. They That's brought it out and... a different story though because Cyber, like CD Projekt Red is just one studio really. Oh yeah, or for like sure. But we, we saw what happened to them as the the pedestal that everyone put them on because of the yeah. Watcher yeah. and then all of a sudden the fucking downfall that happened like serious hate for yeah. them as soon as that got brought out and didn't get fixed and then well you know, they fucked themselves on that yeah they did but, but I, I get why they of, delay things yeah it's a matter of overextending yourself and being over ambitious on what mm. you want your game to be yeah which Ubisoft have, have positioned themselves as this like we make those giant games that you can spend hundreds of hours on that's right that's why you love us because we can create a world that you can live in for a really long time yeah which is fine except it needs to be managed and balanced, when, especially when you're a massive publisher. Mm -hmm. You need to have different sort of things in the fire. So the games that they're working on at the moment that we know of, Skull and Bones. Yep. Um, they're doing Valiant Hearts 2 for Netflix exclusive. Mm -hmm. So that's a mobile game. So that's a little one, but it's still like, I'm pretty keen for that. Rocksmith 2, uh, sorry, Rocksmith Plus, they released late last year. And I don't know how that's going. 
yeah. but I feel like it's probably not going that well because I it's like radio silence in the exactly. wider world about yeah. it. No one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's more of like an educational product yeah. at this stage rather than like back in the day with Guitar Hero. Where it was real fun. And, they were like yeah. a cultural icon yeah. sort of thing. And they were constantly bringing out new things for people to purchase, mm. which I don't that's why if that's even happening yeah well that's dead now Rocksmith Plus is a live service oh yeah so it's an online subscription Mm. where you have like a so Guitar Hero did this with Guitar Hero Live except that it still had the little shitty plastic guitars yeah with Rocksmith Plus you use an app on your phone as a microphone and you play your own guitar oh okay electric or acoustic or a ukulele yeah and it plays it picks up the audio on the app and then your computer or whatever or even your phone yeah, it analyzes like, it, it, tells you a response. Yeah, so fuck if I did that, my phone would get up and walk away. It'd be like I can't hear this shit anymore. <laughs> you cannot play guitar. Yeah. Just go kill yourself. Well, Jesus, I know, my phone's rude. It's rude. It is very rude. So yeah, Skull and Bones, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar, which we've mentioned, those three. Then there's like good Beyond Good and Evil two. Where mm. the fuck is that? There's been no noise about oh, that for leave. three That's years. That's got to be a mu- like a massive money pit as oh, well yeah. because they've been working on that for ages. There's a Prince of Persia reboot coming wow. that's been like being worked on for ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Tom Clancy stuff. The Division Heartland, which is like a offshoot of the Division. Yep. And then there's like all of these things that are just called like Project Q, Project U. And there's like five Assassin's Creed's that wow. we mentioned when we talked about their Assassin's Creed yeah. 15th anniversary. And that's where Ubisoft go, all of our money comes from Assassin's Creed. That's Let's right. Let's lean right yeah, into that. exactly. Which is fine by me because I will absolutely play all of them. But yeah. you can't release... They, they're not in a position, I don't believe, to go back to releasing an Assassin's Creed game once a year. And no. maybe 2024, if Mirage comes out this year as a smaller game... Yeah. Maybe in 2024 we'll see like Jade or I think the next one, the, there was one that was supposed to be like London or something. I can't remember mm. the code name. Yeah. But that one looked like it was a smaller but a sort of different genre almost, mm-hmm. which is risky. Yeah. That's a risky move mm. to take you. But we've seen they've gone the safe route all this time with these giant games and they're running yeah. out of half a billion dollar losses. Exactly. This, mm. I don't know if it's for the financial year or the quarter or what. But anyway, so that's pretty big yeah. news, and Ubisoft are... Maybe they yeah, should completely diversify and do, like, Assassin's Creed cooking. You know, things like that, yeah. where you cook along with Ezio, mm. you know, things like that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Square Enix sold their sort of Western um, studios, the European ones, yeah. to Embracer Group which was all the Tomb Raider and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is a similar kind of situation because Square Enix obviously aren't as big as Ubisoft, mm-hmm. but they were in the same boat of having like a lot of studios spread out all over the place. Yeah. And so they're presumably trying to like shrink back down mm-hmm. by getting rid of these floating sort of yeah. far away studios. But That's I don't know if fair. Ubisoft can do that because mm-hmm. they're... They need the manpower. They've got a lot of... A lot of you know, yeah. irons in the fire. But the problem is that they have all of the, they have all these major studios as well mm. as the minor ones. But the major ones are all roughly like the same mm. size, yeah. and they are fucking everywhere. They're yeah. in France. Yeah, there's one in China because mm. Shanghai. I'm pretty sure Ubisoft Shanghai is massive. 
I think Ubisoft San Francisco is a smaller one, but possibly could be big. Montreal, big. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, how do you? What What do you cut away? Yeah. Where's the fact? Are we going to see studio closures from Ubisoft this year? I don't know. But along with that, but like no one's looking at Ubisoft and going, "Oh, maybe I'll acquire them." Mm. While Microsoft is still in the shit trying to acquire Activision. Yeah. And uh, there was something that I saw pop up on my phone saying like Google and someone else had approached the FTC or something to like... Put another spanner in the works? Basically, like something along the lines of like concerns about the acquisition. So... They're in a world of pain. Whether or not that acquisition goes through this year, I don't know. But anyway, let's go back to happier times Mm. of... 2022. <laughs> wow. I don't think anyone's ever said that. It was such a great year. We'll, we'll jump back to this year later on and talk yeah. about what's coming, but yeah. let's jump back into... So we, we've got a list here of some games that we played. Um, some of the games that... Yeah, and if you've listened to any of our last three, four podcasts, um, you're pretty much going to know what our game of the year is. Yeah. But keep listening anyway, because it's it's fun yeah. time listening to this podcast. And you get to like look back with us. Yeah. So this so, list is in no particular order. No. Product, and there so. were some really decent games that came out. Mm. You know, not like probably 2018, where there was big games coming out really frequently. Yeah. Um, 2018 was like Sony's best year. Yeah. That was God was of huge. War and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. All, they were basically dropping like a bomb every quarter. Yeah. And, and by making, bomb, I mean not bomb bad, bomb good. Yeah. Which is a thing now. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there were some big games. Well, let's run out. through some ones that like we played and where people have talked about them as sort of some of the best of the year, but we're like meh. Yeah. Starting with... Marvel um, Snap. <laughs> Marvel Snap. I actually played Marvel Snap. <laughs> I played Marvel Snap. It's surprising. So like I was saying, I think I started saying this earlier, (laughs) we were sort of refreshing ourselves by looking at some of the lists online. And it's easy to see when you're reading the lists of like, ah, top 20 of the games of the year from 2022. You can see like, ah, PlayStation fanboy, Xbox fanboy, Mm -hmm. Nintendo. And then you've got like Polygon that are like, oh, we we love the indie sweethearts. Yeah. You know? So we looked at Time Magazine and it had like God of War, Ragnarok and Horizon as one and two. Elden Ring was like... Elden Ring was number four (laughs) and then number five was Stray. Yeah. So it's like Stray... They probably would have put Stray above Elden Ring (laughs) but didn't want to get in trouble. That's right. Um, So yeah, it's interesting like looking at all these lists and some of them include games that we really like Mm. and some don't. Yeah. Which I find amazing. I mean, it's an opinion piece, so fair enough, just like this podcast is. Yeah. You know, we're talking about the ones that we liked, not the ones that we've spoken to other people about or read online and gone, oh, yeah, I can see your point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give Stray a game of the year. And it's also kind of risky looking it up like that way anyway, because like Polygon have a giant team of all people who do game stuff. Yeah. So when they do a top 50 of the year, everyone... Sort contributes of takes, a bit. Contributes a part. Yeah. Then you go Time Magazine and it's one person or writing GQ. the list. So you go, oh, check mm. out Time's list. Yeah. They're a bunch of PlayStation fanboys, but it's just this one guy <laughs> who's like, I'm the gaming guy. 
you know? Yeah. Or like GQ, yeah, GQ magazine, which is a fashion magazine, and they're just like, hi, yeah. I do the games. <laughs> I wear the ugly jumpers and do yeah. the games. Uh, so Elden Ring is one I was going to say that yeah. everyone liked and we were like, meh, about. Yeah. I started playing it. I'm sort of, I guess I like Souls games, mm. but I don't play them. Yeah. So when I played Demon Souls, for example, I really enjoyed it. And then I mm. got to a point where I was like, I'm having heaps of fun with this. And then I just got sidetracked by something else. Yeah. And never went back to it. Mm. And you well, there really... was that space one as well, the sci-fi one that you quite liked. Um, what's it called on the PlayStation? Were you the lady that crashes on the planet? Oh, Returnal. Returnal. That's that was I mean. an awesome game as well, right? Yeah. So surely Elden Ring is like right up my alley. Yeah. Because it's not only that, it's the open world and everything as well. Mm. But with those games, you really need to take the time to get into them. That's right. And I can't play games that are too brutal like that in front of my kids. Exactly. Because, you know, they don't want to hear me saying, God damn it! Or, or just watching people get ripped apart yeah, constantly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's also why I didn't play very much of Callisto Protocol. But yeah. that's another one that, well, we were kind of really keen for it. Mm. And then I played a little bit of it and I was like, looks okay. It gives me a headache yeah. from the blur. Exactly. Blur and stuff. Yeah. But you played, you completed it. Yeah. Except, did you end up beating the final boss? Yeah, because in yes. your... In your <laughs> In your review, you were like, this final boss is like a massive difficulty curve. Yeah. So I, I haven't really got too much I did that. end up beating it. And the how I beat it actually is really funny. I just stopped playing and deleted it. So I win. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a different kind of beat. <laughs> but that's one game that hasn't been on any of the lists that I looked at. No. For no. best games of the year. So that's Surprising. something. Because um, it was a good game. Like it was yeah. very well made. Um, I really didn't have any issues with it at all. Um, very well acted, you know. Yeah, the it problem, did have those few things that I mentioned during my review. Yeah, the problem the is just expectations. Yeah. So um, yeah. there's a couple more on this list. We'll just run through real quick. Marvel Snap. You said I played that. It's a mobile game. Yeah. It's a well-made mobile game. Mm. It's fun to play, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, I played a bit of that and I was interested, but I don't like Borderlands games. No, so And it's a Borderlands yeah. game. Yeah. Exactly so it's just right. like the general vibe of it and the first person mechanics and like mm. all of it. Yeah. It just, I don't... I enjoyed how it. it knew that it was a piss take on itself. Yeah. That made me chuckle a few times, but apart yeah. from that, it had And sort of references else. to tabletop gaming as well. Yeah, yeah. Which was really cool, but mm. it wasn't enough to really... Like no. grab me at the time. No, exactly. Um, I played Pokemon Legends Arceus at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. which was sort of a shift in genre and style, sort of for Pokemon to bit the bigger open world, more sort of RPG style mm-hmm. than what it had been. That was a pretty good game, but it's not you know good enough to make my list. Saints Row I really played a lot of, but it's no way near one of the best games of the year. No. Unfortunately, um, Overwatch Two came out this year. Oh uh, yeah, there was a big wait for that. A lot of people were very excited about it, and it's kind of fallen away yeah. already. You know, Overwatch One was still being played by a huge community right up until they turned it off and brought out Overwatch Two. Yeah, but Overwatch Two is free 
but I don't know. It's lost a lot of the something. The, yeah, c'est quoi? That'll do. Yeah. yeah, there's no French words in it. Yeah, it probably is, but I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I, speak French, so I don't know the fucking language <laughs> they're talking. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Ghostwire Tokyo was another one that you played. Yep. Um, that you were like okey-dokey about. Yeah, it was pretty good. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. A three and a half. <laughs> Gran Turismo 7 was you know, oh. supposed to be a, you know the big PS5 Gran Turismo because you like look back at sort of PS2, PS3 Gran Turismo mm. was a system seller yeah, and they've just never got back to that level and yeah, this no. one was just haunted by microtransactions and, and controversy yeah, yeah. the servers crashing things like that yeah so that was shit yeah. but uh, there was some good games like The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition on PS5 and Xbox Series X. <laughs> um, that's an old ass game. Yes. And it is still really fucking good. So I, I've actually been, like I was saying, I've been playing the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. I'm very, very much wanting to go back and play The Witcher 3 again. Yeah. And I don't know why, because, I mean, maybe because I own it on fucking everything that's electrical in my house. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm just kind of like, wow, I kind of want to go back to that. It's really good. Yeah. And I started playing it on PS5 when it came out, the, the sort of upgraded edition. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this on the last episode, I think. And yeah, it's like, I was just going to be like, oh, I'll just jump in and have a look. And then I was like, in. Yeah. Although that's been taken away by another game, Dream- Disney Dreamlight Valley, <laughs> which was completely... Wow. Not even on my radar. I was like, okay, whatever. It's like Mm. Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, like life sim bullshit. I don't even give a fuck about. (laughs) Just with beloved Disney characters, which I do give a fuck about because I love Disney shit. Because I'm a... Yeah, you do. You're a big grown-ass boy. Yeah, I'm a grown man. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I started playing it because it was on Game Pass and Mm. it's something I can play with the kids around. Yeah. Except they just annoy me and be like, can I have a turn? I'm like, no. Get back in the box. I need to talk to bloody Donald Duck. (laughs) And then I've got to go and talk to Elsa. So I can't be letting you have a turn. And then I let Oscar have a turn. Who you're going to bloody talk to? So I've been playing it on PlayStation now. And I let Oscar play it the other day. And I went and did something. Came back. And he spent like all of my money on bullshit. (laughs) in-game currency which is better than him spending my out-of-game currency yeah. which he has also on in-game done. shit that he yeah. yeah so good on him yeah but it's weird because now my my top games of 2022 are mostly apart from God of War and Horizon are mm. uh, like kids games like yeah. Disney Dreamlight Valley is actually a really well done game mm. it's it's got all of that sort of wait you gotta plant like crops and then wait for them to grow and you've got to do fishing stuff and you get daily duties and quests for the different Disney characters. Mm-hmm. And those quests for the Disney characters are all really well done. Like it's all littered with sort of references to the movies, of obviously. Yeah. As well as you hanging out with the characters and them being the actual characters, really well written and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really surprisingly well done. Who, who are you in the game? You play your own character. So the concept of it is... Do you get to draw it? Do you ever see it? What do you or, mean? Like your oh, character? You, yeah, you build... Yeah. You, it has okay. a character creation thing. Cool. And then you sort of get clothes and you can change your costume throughout as well. And they're all costumes that are related to the different 
things as well. So like you can buy mm. Belle's dress from Beauty and the Beast or you can oh, buy yeah. like the, the weird shaped glasses that the reception lady in Monsters, Inc. wears. Oh, yeah. Like stuff like that. And then there's like <laughs> T-shirts that just have a logo on them and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you can also decorate your own clothes where you just like get a blank white shirt, change the color, put little motifs on it. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that kind of stuff. Lots of little transactions. But the concept is, well, there's, I haven't found any microtransactions. Oh, so wow. I got the Founders Pack, which gives you some in-game currency. Yeah. But I haven't had any prompts. I can't even see where you go to buy currency. Wow, that's so good. That's a it's, bit different. It's weird. It's yeah. really weird. And I'm like, how are they going to make any money off mm. this? It's obviously not an EA game. It's the same thing. Well, it's Game Loft. So you would wow. think yeah. that they would be the masters of that. Oh, yeah. But I found the same thing with Lego Brawls, which was a free, or not, I don't think it was free, but it's like a brawling game. Yep. And the whole concept is that you can build your own Le- Lego minifigs to fight with. This is another game that came out in 2022 that wasn't on our list. But there's no microtransactions at all in it. Wow. There's like packs to unlock each week and stuff, but there doesn't appear to be any microtransactions. So I don't know how that game continues to make money moving forward unless they do DLC packs or something. But mm. every sort of, they have seasons, the same as every game as a service do, does these days where like, for example, Christmas had like a few weeks where you could unlock Christmas themed minifigs. Yep. But there's no like premium pass to get extra stuff like mm. normally there is in seasons yeah, and stuff. Weird. So you, and yeah, Dreamlight Valley, same same thing. I can't really... There is that sort of premium passing, but I can't see anywhere where it says buy it with money. Mm. I just got in-game currency with the version of the game that I bought. And you find a little bit through the game. But basically the concept of Dreamlight Valley, for those who give a shit, is that <laughs> there's a place called Dreamlight Valley where all the Disney characters live. And many, many years ago, there was someone there who was the ruler and then they disappeared and it became the, this thing called the forgetting the forgetting happened wow. and they all forgot who they were and what the <laughs> dreamlight valley was and so you appear and then you've got to sort of gather them all back to the valley and repair it and try and work out what happened yeah. and the kicker is that you were the ruler when you were a kid and then you left because you grew up oh. and you come back because you're the start of the game is like oh you've you're tired and you'd lay down in this mm. sort of grassy area that you remember being in when you were a kid. And then you were like in the dream world of Disney. Wow. So, yeah. But it's actually surprisingly good. And then my other kids one for 2022, apart from those two, Lego Brawls and Disney Dreamlight Valley, is Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which was my number one played game for 2022. Wow. On my PlayStation. Yeah, that's and pretty big. Because I played through it, 100% completed the whole thing which is all of the nine movies and then all of the side That's quests, everything done, 100% completed and then Oscar deleted the save. <laughs> so then I've played a fair bit more since then. So <laughs> wow. I have played a lot of that game. Mm. But uh, yeah, what else you got? Um, another one that I played a fair bit of and actually kind of enjoyed and we've seen this on some of the, the lists that we were going through um, is Stray. Yes. You know, Stray, I thought, was a good game. Um, it, it was, you know, not they super the exciting and, you know, groundbreaking, but mm. it definitely, and I, I, we don't normally do this, but I'm going to give them 
a special award this year for the best game to utilize a button for a meow. <laughs> Hands down, the winner. Yeah. Straight, straight they also get my, my Game Awards award for um, person that I would have liked to seen be able to get more of a speech at the Game Awards. <laughs> Thanks very much, Kratos. Yes. Yeah. Good they were really, they were, they were the ones who were really like, grateful to be there and they were like yeah and then really proud it. of their effort and then mm-hmm. the music started playing <laughs> get off the stage thanks you also played dying light 2 yeah i was gonna say dying light 2 was a good game i i finished that game had a few different twists and turns in it um story went off on some tangents but then came back really well um yeah it was a good game Definitely yeah. worth. I was really keen for it, and I've never, I haven't turned it on at all mm. because I really like the first one. So yeah, oh, that's yeah. in my um, my backlog. Also, on a, a sports game, I suppose the um, the normal NBA Two K, obviously yeah. twenty three this year came out. Yeah, um, I did a review on that back in October, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. So, like an um, episode ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one more yeah. kids game was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which was surprisingly good as well. Four-player co-op. Basically, I think it's like a remake of the old Turtles arcade game. Oh, wow. But it's got four-player co-op, side-scrolling, pixelated art sort of thing, mm-hmm. like an old-school arcade game. And yeah, it was really, really fun. So I played that with the kids, four-player co-op. That was a good one. Um, what else have we Marvel's got? Marvel's Midnight Suns is probably the last one before we go into Ragnarok. Yeah, probably. Um, Midnight Suns was a really good game, but niche, super yeah, very niche much game. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I reviewed that on the last episode, so no need to go no. into that. Uh, I rep- I played a fair bit of um, Return to Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, which is right in the same vein as as it was left fifteen years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, good fun if you like that first one so definitely worth it people were whinging about the art style or something of Return mm. yeah and then old mate was just like shut the fuck up yeah I'm just not going to give any more updates until That's the right. game's out and I'll <laughs> jam it up your ass you're lucky I'm even releasing the game yeah you're lucky I'm talking to you plebs yeah so I mean our game of the year is God of War Ragnarok it is yeah pretty definitely simple. well yeah. I mean I guess mine is probably Lego Star Wars but God of War Ragnarok was Real good. Epic. Yeah. Compared to anything else that came out. And that's a big call because, you know, as we mentioned, um, Horizon Forbidden West came out, which at the time when we were playing that was great. That was also a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very Ubisoft game as well. Yeah. Very much so. But more on rails. Yeah. Yeah. There is DLC coming for that soon. And February? uh, I'm not sure if it's Feb. I know when PSVR 2 comes out. Mm Mm-hmm in February or March or whenever that's supposed to be happening. Is that early this year? Mm-hmm. Um, the Horizon Call of the Mountain game, which is a 100% VR2 Horizon game, yep. is coming out. So that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah we, we definitely spoke at length about Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, New and- Game Plus is coming out in, like, April, which is just astounding to me that they're, like... Yeah, we can wait six months after mm. releasing before we put out New Game Plus. Yeah. Like, I get that it's time-consuming, blah, 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 but, like, fuck me. Well, we got it three weeks early, and I was finished the story yeah. within a week and a half. Yeah. You know, like, it's not a huge game. 
if you're gonna hundred percent it, yeah, then yeah, it might be I a three week a game. But know? when I finished it, I immediately was like, oh, New Game Plus, I'll yeah. do it again. Yeah. But when New Game Plus finally comes out, I don't know if I'm gonna have that anymore because I'm gonna mm-hmm. be like, I'll go. I've got other things to play now. That's right. You know, so that's yeah. a bit disappointing. It is. But yeah, definitely yeah. for 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 me a clear winner for yeah. the year. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say my second game would have been Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, um, because I did have a hell of a lot of fun playing that. Obviously, um, then it does drop away a fair bit. Those two for me were clear winners. Stand out. Yeah. yeah, you're such a fanboy. Oh yes, um, but then I'd probably say. You know, Dying Light 2 was yeah. the other game that I had the most fun playing. And yeah. that's all I'm, I'm putting it down to. Like, I, I don't care about innovation. I don't care about all that stuff. I yeah. care about them making games for me and only me, yeah. no one else. That you um, have fun with. Yeah, that I actually enjoy playing. Yeah. And those three games are kind of the only three games that I've played definitely in the last 12 months. But... Ones that I thought about when I was out of home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And thinking, fuck, I'd like to get back and get into that. Yeah. Or, you know, and yeah, the, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And Ragnarok, for me, every time I left the house, I was sad. Yeah. You know, like I was like, fuck, I no, just want to be I'd in that world. I'd rather not go to work today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah I'd like say, it. I'd say those first two Horizon and God of War and then Lego Star Wars is up there. I wouldn't say it's a big drop off either because mm. I didn't put like 300 hours into that game because it wasn't fun. Yeah. And it wasn't just because I was like humoring my three-year-old. Yeah. I actually was enjoying playing that game mm-hmm. and I played a fair chunk of it when there was no kid on the second controller. <laughs> yeah. So, but also I am a gigantic Star Wars fan. That's right. So, and a gigantic Lego fan. Mm. So it's like perfect it's, storm. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. marriage made in heaven. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then coming out this year, 2023, there's a few. We're still waiting, I think, on the 26th. 20, it's actually the 25th in America, but I think it's the 26th here in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Australia Day. Xbox mm. Developer Direct. Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct, which is basically state of play, yeah. Nintendo Direct, but Xbox's version, I assume. Yeah. Uh, live stream Hope to so. talk about some of their upcoming stuff that's coming out this year. Which would be very short if it's been anything like last year. Well, they didn't show anything at Game Awards yeah. and everyone was like, Xbox, seriously, the fuck this was you? your time. Mm. You reckon you've got all this shit for 2023. Where the fuck is it? Yeah. Because you ain't showing us. They're still trying to buy the companies that are bringing yeah. those games out. Well, they're trying to... <laughs> There's a lot of chatter that they're those guys and because Sony have held off on doing a state of play as well. Mm. And there's a lot of chatter saying that it's most likely due to the fact that that acquisition thing is still in the shit because Sony don't want to come out and go, look at all the cool shit we got. Exactly. And look at all the exclusivity deals that we've made with Final Fantasy and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And because that'll make Xbox look like their argument is correct and Mm -hmm. Sony are dominant. Yeah. And Xbox don't want to come out and go, look at what we've got. Starfield, Redfall, Minecraft Legends, etc. Yeah. Because they don't want to look like they're any good either. They want to exactly. look like they suck and they need all the help they can get. That's right. But time rolls on. People need games. And mm. making games costs fucking money, as we see from Ubisoft. 
you can't just keep kicking the can down the road. That's right. They need to start releasing shit. Yeah. So they are now saying developer direct on the 25th, they're going to talk about, I think they specifically didn't mention Starfield because they're planning on doing a standalone for that. Yeah. Because it's massive. A huge game. But they're going to talk about, allegedly going to talk about Redfall, Minecraft Legends, and some other stuff. Forza Motorsport, which is basically the the non-Horizon one. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who was like, oh, Gran Turismo 7 was a really great game for 2022. (laughs) Get ready to be, (laughs) have your socks blown off because that's going to be real good. Yeah. I imagine so. And then surely... There's actually also been some rumors about Sony having a state of play lined up for soon mm-hmm. because they've got to start talking about shit too. Exactly. They're falling they're, behind and starting to look like whingers. Well, the only reason 2022 was quiet was because it was the finally the catch up of COVID. Mm. Like 2020, yeah. 2021, all the games that came out had been pretty much finished by the time COVID hit. Yeah. And then you had this big period of everyone working from home and naturally things take longer to deal with. Mm-hmm. 2023, we should see a massive amount of games coming yeah. through the pipeline. Let's hope so. But Sony haven't announced anything. Mm. Yeah. So we've got Spider-Man 2 got like um, Insomniac tweeted and we're like, um, yeah, it's coming out third quarter this year. Yeah. And there was no like official anything, I don't think. No. It was well, just they have just tweeting it. They have just mentioned they've got a new controller. The DualSense Edge. Yeah. Oh, then there's that other one, which is like the um, the stick oh, the, controller. Yeah, um, accessibility one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is is good, but yeah. I don't think it's as good as Xbox's one. No, I was looking at it, and you can change all the. So they put out the, what we're talking about is a accessibility like for people who are less than able, you know, mm. to be able to play video games. Yeah, to make it more accessible. Xbox's one is that giant thing with the two massive buttons on it. And the whole back of it is ports to plug in other like third bits party and pieces. bits and yeah. pieces. So you can have whatever input you want and you set them to however you want. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation's one is this sort of ring that has a joystick on one side and really big buttons. And you can change yeah. the buttons and you can make the center one a button as well and you can set them to what you want. Which is good. But I don't think it's as versatile as that Xbox one. Yeah. yeah. And considering it's been like multiple years since Xbox brought that out, you would That's have thought right. that they could come to the party with yeah, something better. Yeah, something better, yeah. But the same story with the DualSense Edge. Mm. That looks like a massive improvement apart from battery life yeah. on the DualSense mm. because apparently it's got an even worse battery than the DualSense and yeah, the DualSense which is, is a fucking terrible yeah, battery it is. Yeah. But when it, you complain like It amazes me sometimes that I, I think there's a major issue with how the the actual PlayStation 5 either gets the information about the battery or whatever it is, whatever yeah. the sensor is that tells you your battery life, there's a major issue there sometimes because I've I've had to buy another controller. I yeah. did that about eight months ago from Amazon, probably yeah. maybe a bit more ago, and it's still fine. Um, but I'll sit down and play for say two hours yeah and i'll then go to turn it off and it says the battery's full yeah. and i'm like oh fuck that's awesome and then other times i'll be like 
playing for an hour and I'll go to turn it off and there's one bar left. Yeah. That's and I'm weird. like, what the fuck's going on? Like that, it, I've never had an issue with it. So I don't think it it's got a related. problem. Well, it depends if you're playing different games as well, because the vibration and trigger tension and everything will use power. Yep. So maybe there's a difference yeah. there. I don't know. I've turned off vibration on my controller. Yeah. And I don't, I assume that has had a major effect on the battery. Yeah. I'd imagine so. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So, but like notoriously the dual sense has a shit battery yeah. and the dual sense edge has an even worse one mm. but going back to what i was saying you compare it to the elite 2 yeah which has like two paddles on either side on the back mm. and this only has one it's like what yeah. the fuck are you doing mm. if you want to bring a competitor to the market look at what your competitors have already done and been doing exactly. for years yeah. and improve upon and it. Get Don't better. fucking make it not as good Yeah. because what's the point? And it's like half 50% more price too. Exactly. It's like yeah. 350 bucks for a fucking yeah. DualSense Edge. Which is amazing. You buy two of them and a fucking PlayStation 5 for the same bucks. price. Yeah. 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 It's actually more because the PS5 went up by 50 bucks. Yeah. Well, they did come out about two weeks ago, I think. It was just after Christmas. They came out and said the shortage is now over yeah. worldwide. But the price isn't coming down because no. inflation has fucked everyone. Yeah. But anyway, so, so yeah, Sony and Xbox both have announcements coming. We don't know when Sony are doing theirs, but we know they have shit in the pipeline. Yeah. Because obviously they do. Because yeah. they didn't release shit last year. And there's no way they're not releasing... Well, I mean, they released Ragnarok and Horizon. But they've got like 14 major studios. Mm. Yeah. And... Oh, sorry. And they released The Last of Us Part 1 remake. Oh, of course. So I guess that counts. They charge full price for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even Boxing Day sales, it was like $95. I was like, mate, are you fucking off your head? (laughs) Although The Last of Us TV show is coming out soon. Yeah, true. First episode's this week. I believe Monday. so, yeah. 16th and or something? I saw a thing the other day saying it is the best video game adaption ever. There you go. So That's going to be interesting. Yeah, it yeah. just sucks that it's weekly. Yeah, I know. it's HBO. Yeah. Uh, that is so going to suck. Games. Yeah, so th- you mentioned Starfield, Redfall, and Minecraft, Minecraft Legends, Legends Forza and Forza. Yeah. I'm actually pretty keen for Minecraft Legends to see more of it. So yeah. I hope they do show a fair bit of that on Australia Day. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, I've mentioned Skull and Bones, obviously, and I mentioned yep. Spider-Man 2. They mm-hmm. announced it's coming third quarter. Yeah. That's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, that will That's be. probably going to yeah. be game of the year. I'm calling it early. Could be. <laughs> Hell Could early. Be. Uh, it might be Dead Space Remaster, though. Yeah. Which comes out next week. Or yeah, very soon. The 24th, yep. I think. Same day as and Forspoken. Forspoken, yeah. I was going to say it's the same day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure they're the same day. But they're going to be interesting. Pretty close. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy is another one that I'm... Actually, that... There's no way that's going to be my game of the year. It's going to disappoint me. Yeah. I'm just calling that now as well. (laughs) Because I'm really keen for that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm probably going to be like... I'll probably play it and be like, I'm so keen for this. And then I'll sit down and play it and be like... Just like really underwhelmed. Yeah. And then like... Mm. Next. Well, fingers crossed, no. I I have zero interest in that game, by the way. Like... Less than yeah, but you don't give a shit about less Harry than a Potter, shit. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Doesn't it's not like I didn't even enjoy the porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there is porn of Harry Potter. I'm sure yes, there is. You do. <laughs> well, there was that. No. <laughs> um, another one that's coming out soon is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's March. 
which is mm-hmm. the sequel to Fallen Order. I think I mentioned that recent when we were talking about the Game Awards, and that yeah. looks fucking awesome. Yeah. So more Star Wars content. Mm-hmm. It's always good for me. Thank you very much. Dead Island Two looks brutal and yeah. fun. Yeah. Have we seen gameplay yet, or just I think they released something? They released the like video a week or two ago. They yeah, put out but another there trailer. was a little. Yeah, I don't know if it's actual in-game stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they're masters at making good trailers, obviously. Yeah, because I watch the trailers and I'm like, I mean, yeah. But then I know that it's just going to be like put a nail through a bat and a ch- wrap a chain around it and, and then, then go, go kill some fucking yeah, zombies. Exactly. Which I don't Can't know. If, wait. Um, <laughs> well, it's been a fair while since we had a like crazy, stupid zombie killing game. True. We yeah. went through that period of just every game being yeah. that. Yeah. Probably the last one was that um, Left for Dead game. You know, the Back for Blood. Back for Blood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that wasn't. Well, that's not. That's, that wasn't as brutal. It's zombie, but it's not like make weapons out of random no, shit. No, that's right. It's yeah. like these are your weapons. This is what you're using. Yeah. Four-player co-op. Yeah. Which was fucking awesome. That was a good Was that this too. year? 2022? Yes. I think it was. Man. That was pretty let, good. Let me just The problem with that. games oh. like that for me I'm is that going to ask my friend Google. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with games like that for me is that you have to have your fucking friends available. Exactly. And I'm not playing it with pickup group online of randoms. Because mm. I have no interest oh, no. in that. October 21. Ah, well, shut up then. Yeah, don't even talk about don't it. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy, obviously. The sequel to the last bloody Zelda game that everyone yeah. loves. Yeah. So Tears of the Kingdom's coming out. Suicide Squad, Killers of Justice League. That's another one that's just like, take something that I love mm. and make an awesome game out of it. Hopefully. But it's, see, we didn't mention Gotham Knights in our games that came out last year because it wasn't really very good. No. But I think I mentioned when I reviewed it that it's not Rocksteady, it's WB Games. Yeah. The same way that, I think it was Arkham Origins was not Rocksteady. Yep. And Rocksteady made all of the Arkham games that were really good. Mm. And that one that was not them was the one that was not that good. Yeah. And so this is the same situation. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League is those guys. And I have absolute faith in them. True. So I'm prepared to be disappointed, but yeah. I think they're going to fucking nail it. And mm. from the trailers that we've seen, just the the story is a brilliant... I love that, like, the Justice League have gone bad, the Suicide Squad, who are the baddies, need yeah. to save the day. Yeah. Because that's why I love the Suicide... The second Suicide Squad movie, the mm-hmm. newer one. Yeah. Because it, it's just fun yeah, to watch yeah. baddies not just be really, like hatefully bad people mm-hmm. they're just fucking psychopaths yeah being exactly. crazy. like Harley Quinn mm-hmm. she's not like a cold blooded murderer she's just a fucking lunatic mm-hmm. and you can play that in a way that is not like real life lunatic murderers yeah where it's actually horrific to watch that's right it can be a fun time yeah and Suicide Squad nailed that and so I'm oh, really did. hoping the game yeah. of Suicide Squad captures that as well because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing with Suicide Squad exactly yeah they have to walk that fine line but do it yeah. really fucking well yeah. yeah and James Gunn fucking nailed it in that mm. movie and I think I've watched it know, five like, times looking at that for me, is kind of like the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movies and the game. Yeah. That game was fucking brilliant. Yeah. They nailed that interaction. The vibe. Yeah. Everything it. about it was 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, they're almost anti heroes anyway, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, yeah. particularly like Rocket Raccoon and stuff, and even like um, Gamora. Mm. They're not like your classic fucking Avengers good guy heroes. Definitely not. They're these yeah. people that are just thrust into doing good things, yeah. but they're like real human. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 So, For aliens. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Avengers <laughs> is like. We have to be like good all the time. signaling and like, we're really good people. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it has the other shit as well, but it's not. It's kind of why I like the boys more. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It like humanizes these fucking people. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, it makes it more relatable. So what else have we got? Diablo 4. I'm kind of keen for that. I'm absolutely keen for yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's probably the way the FTC and acquisition stuff is going. I'm a little bit concerned about that or getting like it getting really overshadowed by that. Yeah, true. But Diablo three was such a good game. Oh yeah. And if yeah. Diablo four is also a good game, I mean Diablo one and two were also really good games. Yeah. But the way I look at Blizzard is the way I look at like I don't know who's another studio that was making really good games and then they sort of like fell off because Overwatch two is Blizzard. Yeah, it is. And that game yeah. has sort of not really hit the way that, no, definitely not. that Overwatch 1 did. Yeah. So here's hoping. But then Diablo Immortal on mobile was really good as well. Well, it's a pretty standardized kind of yeah. approach. You know, What's the like one? There? Minecraft Dungeons that I've been playing oh, yeah. is like Diablo for kids. I think I was telling yep. you. I don't know if I was mentioning that on the podcast, but it's like Diablo for kids. Mm. And they really nailed it. Yeah. But again... How hard is it? There's been mm. so many Diablo clones. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. that's why they're like on the pedestal of like, you need to fucking nail this because yeah. this is your genre that you oh, invented yeah. or like dominated. Well, that's right. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's Avatar. You know, yeah, that I mentioned is where the fuck is that? Yeah. And, and I hope that hasn't lost. Like we went and saw the Avatar movie. Meh. <laughs> yeah. It was okay, think, but it I've, could have been 45 people, minutes shorter. Yeah. I've yeah. had people say amazing. Yeah. And then other people be like, eh, mm. pretty long. Yeah. There were major parts of that movie that I was sitting there just going, fucking hell, get on it. You know, next scene, yeah. next scene, and it just kept dragging. You're like looking at your watch. I, I was. Like, at one point, I was sitting there going, you know, ah. Oh, I could go to the bathroom now and then I'm like... James yeah, Cameron said don't. Maybe while I'm out there I should go and get some more food and just wait for it. You know, like <laughs> shit like that. Maybe I can see what other movies are And I'm checking out. the cricket scores and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. That's the movie was bad. okay, but yeah. yeah. And I, I, I did like the first one a lot. disrespectful cinema goer. That's what yeah, you said. Yeah, I threw my... Uh, you know. I mean disrespectful to the creators of the movie. Yes. Because you were not paying attention. Not at all. <laughs> no. You're gonna have to go watch it again. <laughs> Not likely. That's why James Cameron's like, if you go to the toilet, you have to go and watch it again because it needs to beat well, you can Avatar pay for it and again. Titanic's yeah. like box office. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we've mentioned all of the stuff that's coming up from Microsoft that we are aware of. They've got yeah. heaps of stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, allegedly, yeah. Final Fantasy 16 got another trailer at the Game Awards, so we don't need to talk about that. That's no. apparently coming this year. And then there's some Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yep. Marvel Spider-Man 2 already said. And yep. the Plucky Squire, which is what the, basically the last one that I'm going to mention, is from the, uh, an Aussie, I think they're Brisbane, 
based developer and it's the one that got uh, Devolver Digital showed it in their E3 sort of weird ass thing that they do their mm-hmm. direct and it was the one where it opens as this like 2D side scrolling cartoony knight doing his standard side scrolling game yep. thing and then he jumps off the page and he's on the desk as a 3D oh, yeah, character. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plucky Squire. So that's on my list of like, I'm really keen to see that game. And I just love it. Like I put Cult of the Lamb on the list of games for 2022, but we yeah. didn't mention it. But that's another one that like, I don't know if I'm like, yes, that game because mm-hmm. they're Aussies. Yeah. Or because they're just, I mean, that was a really good game, Cult yeah. of the Lamb. And yeah. I think the Plucky Squire looks super interesting yeah. as a concept. Mm. And I just, like, fingers crossed, love to see Aussie developers do well. Do well. Yeah. So yeah. that's one let's, that I'm really Let's take over for. the world and buy Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Anyway. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's that. the episode. So that's the extravaganza two weeks later than it should yeah, have been. with yeah. two tired hosts. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's just a ganza. It's a Vaganza. Oh, that's something different. That's totally different. (laughs) Don't Google that. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. We will be back again at some stage this year, we hope. Yeah, hopefully Um, soon because we've we've got got a couple of games coming up and that developer direct from Xbox. So So we'll plan to do something at the end of this month. (laughs) I was going to say this year. Um, But yeah. We will talk again soon. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, If you've got any questions or you have your own thoughts on Game of the Year that we missed, you can send us an email to... Podcast at dropbeargaming.com Or, of course, jump on the socials and send us money. Thank you very much for listening, (laughs) and we will talk again soon. Bye. Bye.